Well, here he is, the local product, uh, Oak Park's own, Winnipeg's own, Nick Dembski joins us here on Bonfire Sports. Nick, thanks for this. Appreciate your time. How's it going? Not bad, man. Yeah, I just got out of uh, just got out of the shower and came to chop it up with you. Yeah, I appreciate it too. And uh, yeah, it's getting a little chilly out there. I was watching you guys out on the practice field first day back after uh, a loss in Montreal. Was it weird losing a football game? You had, you guys had quite a quite a, a winning streak snapped. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I, I don't think weird's the right uh, <laughs> the right word to use, but I mean, it was definitely a. Definitely eye-opening, a little bit different for sure. But, you know, at the end of the day, uh, you know, it's part of football. So, you know, losing is a big thing just as long as you pick up uh, the right pieces from the loss and, and learn from it and, and build from that too. Yeah, maybe weird is the way us in the media and, and fans out there because, you know, surprising to see this dominant Winnipeg Blue Bombers 2021 team uh, come away without a victory. But it's tough to beat the same team two weeks in a row, three weeks in a row like you guys have, sure. have had uh, this year a couple times. But um uh, it was our first opportunity too to see Sean McGuire, and you know we, we spoke with him after the game, uh, and and uh, again earlier today following day one of practice, and you know no doubt he uh, you know didn't perform the way he expected to and, and wanted to, but uh, I'm more curious of, of your perspective of the type of quarterback he is, the way he commands the huddle, and and those sorts of things that you got to see in live action for the first time. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've known about Sean, obviously, since 2019. And, and I mean, you know, he, he commands the huddle very well. He's a leader out there for sure. You know, he has a strong arm. Um, you know, it was uh, it was kind of an off day for, for all of us, honestly, I, I'd say, uh, on the offensive side of the ball. So, you know, I still, uh, I still have confidence in Sean. I still think he's a great quarterback. And, uh, you know, to me, I, I don't think I gave him the best performance that I could have either. I didn't really help him out too much out there. And, uh, I mean, I think some some others probably think the same way. But, you know, we, we still have confidence in Sean for sure. Yeah, and you know what? I'll, I'll give you guys as a team a ton of credit. Uh, you know, if things don't go your way, whether it's a series or a quarter or a half or a game or whatever it might be, you all take responsibility on yourself. And, and that's a very admirable team trait to have. Of course, not all of your horses we're in this game. A lot of guys, um, you know, whether it was their decision or the trainer's decision or the coach's decision, did not play in this game. Uh, as you guys have already locked up first place in the West Division and will host that West Final on December 5th at IG Field. What's your take as a pro athlete in that rest versus rust conversation? I know you guys want to play. You want to play every week. You want to win every week. That's in your DNA as a professional athlete and a competitor. But how do you uh, balance the value of ensuring your body can recover and rest and be where it needs to be when the games really matter versus, um, you know, not seeing action for maybe a week or two? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, you just try to take it week by week and, and you know, it's all about momentum, especially at this time of the year. So, you know, I, you know, you, you basically cleared it up. You know, I'm an athlete. I want to go out there and, and, and compete every, every time I can. So, um, I mean, you know, I want to play. Uh, I don't. I don't really think you know, resting too much is going to be beneficial, especially with the bye week. But you know, at the end of the day, you know, I, I trust the coaches. I trust their judgment. I, I trust how how they run things here in the process. So, you know, if if that, that's what it is, that's what it is. But at the end of the day, you know, I'm going to be prepared to play every every week, and and you know, that's just my mindset. Rest is one thing, Nick. Uh, but then there's becoming a new father. Right, like your QB one Zach Kolaris did um, just just recently, and, and you know he's been away from the team now uh, for a little while, describing his wife 
uh, and mother of their second daughter as a champion. So that makes two of them, you include <laughs> you in there, that's three champions. But, um, you know, no timeline for his return. I imagine he would like to play and, and get some work in, but, you know, with a first round bye and, and that stretch of time off, do you foresee it being, or there being maybe a wrinkle or two of challenge in going from Sean and Drew as your quarterbacks in these final games of the regular season, then through that bye week, and then, you know, Zach, presumably and, and expectedly to be there under center for all the snaps on December 5th? Yeah, I mean, I, I know Zach's a competitor too. He wants to be here. He, he wants to play. Um, but, you know, we, we have young guys, obviously, with Sean and Drew who, who want to get reps as well. So, I mean, as I said, you know, I, I don't even really know what, what, what it's going to be like this week. Uh, but, you know, I know I know whatever situation comes about, you know, I'm going to trust the trust uh, the coaches and management and, and their decisions. And, and, you know, as I said, you know, I can speak on Zach's half because I know he wants to be out there competing next week or this week coming up. So, you know, whatever whatever route it goes, I mean, I know that we're going to be prepared as a team and, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll be ready to go this week and we'll also be ready to go on December 5th as well. This is what I know, Nick, in, in covering this team for a decade and seeing a lot of different iterations of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. You guys are going into Calgary to face the Stampeders. Whoever's on the field, I know you guys are going to be fighting tooth and nail uh, against a, a Western uh, opponent and trying to get a win. Nick, tell me about uh, Buck Pierce as offensive coordinator. I asked you about him uh, early in the season and through training camp, and you know, not to draw comparisons to uh, you know the, the past OC in Paul Apolis, but now that it's been a season and you've really started to see uh, his DNA or his fingerprints on this offense. What have you seen from Buck Pierce in year one uh, running things uh, here in Winnipeg? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I like what Buck's done. I mean, I think our offense has been explosive. I think, uh, you know, he's been doing a great job as a, as a first-year OC. You know, he's been calling the right plays and, and getting us in great positions. Um, you know, and, and, and the thing that I love most about Buck is that, you know, it's, it's a group. It's a group effort. You know, it's not just him. It's not just us. You know, it's, it's, it's all of us together in the same room, you know, and, and I think that's, that's the thing that's going to make your team and offense strong is when, uh, you know, you use every component uh, of your room. Um, so, you know, I, I think Buck's been doing a great job and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited what he calls up this playoffs. Yeah, no, no question about that. Uh, people can see uh, down on the bottom of the screen your outstanding numbers from 2021. No doubt a career year for you. What do you feel has contributed to that? in 2021, Nick? Yeah, I mean, just the way I've been used. Um, you know, there's been a lot of confidence there with Zach as well. Um, a lot of confidence with the receiving core as well. You know, we, we all came back from, from 2019 and, and, you know, we made it our goal to, to try to get there to the Great Cup again this year. So, you know, doing whatever we can to open each other up, to block for each other. So, you know, I think it's a group effort. You know, th those numbers that you see at the bottom of the screen isn't just me. You know, it's the O-line, it's the quarterback, it's the running backs. All the other receivers on the field and and you know honestly too it's our great defense keeping keeping us on the field as well right. so um you know yeah it's a it's a team effort and you know i'm, I'm the type of guy that's always going to give my team kudos and and you know it, it's it's facts when you say that i couldn't do this without them no doubt nick of course you've got strong ties and deep roots in the community here in winnipeg and, and southern manitoba what are your friends and family saying about this Blue Bombers team in 2021? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Every time, every time I see my friends or family, I mean, you know, this is the first, first topic of conversation, but you know, it, it's awesome. You know, uh, 
you know, some some conversation might get dragged on or they might get repeated. But at the end of the day, I mean, when that happens, you know, you, you know, you're doing something right. So, you know, and, you know, that's just not me. That's that's our team. Our team's obviously done a lot right this year. So, you know, it's it's you know, as I said, it's repetitive sometimes. But at the end of the day, I mean, you always want to hear the positives and, and there's a lot of positives about this season. So we just got to keep going out there, doing our thing and, and, and keep it positive and say negatives. No, no doubt. Uh, I wanted to ask you about something uh, Mike O'Shea mentioned about you earlier in the year and, and again earlier today when I asked him about the way you came into this season. I know you and fellow Winnipegger Brady Oliveira were busting your tails in the gym all throughout last winter. You showed up in camp in phenomenal shape. The numbers uh, and, and how good this offense has been are telling the story. But beyond your versatility, and you know what, Nick, I've never even asked you what you think of the nickname I give you, and then that's the Canadian Swiss Army Knife. You're used in so many different ways. You got so many tools in your tool belt or blades in, in, in your Swiss Army Knife um, that, uh, you know, defenses uh, have to keep their eyes peeled for number 10 on the field. But the thing Mike O'Shea mentioned is, is it was your leadership and the way you came into this year with uh, maybe a focus or a renewed um, uh, importance on on being a leader in this locker room. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not I'm not one of the big raw raw guys out there in, in terms of leadership that way. But I mean, you know, when 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 I talk, you know, I try to talk positively. I try to, you know, I try to, you know, I be critical, but you know, it's never, you know, I try. I just try to do the right things and and lead by example more than more than anything. So you know, when when I come into the building, you know, I'm I'm here to work. You know, I'm, I'm also obviously here to have fun, but at the end of the day, you know, I'm here to work. I'm here to get better. I'm here to get everybody around me better as well. So that's the leadership that I bring to the table. But, um, you know, I think that's something that just comes with more confidence, more reps, and, and just the familiar faces around me as well. You know, we have a group, great group of guys here, and, and there's a lot of leaders. But, you know, I took it upon myself this offseason just to be, you know, a, a more you know, influence on, on the younger guys and, and to, you know, kind of bring everybody up to speed. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm having fun doing it. Nick, I'll leave you on this one. And uh, I never had the opportunity to watch you play hockey when you were in <laughs> high school and you were younger. But I'm, I'm, I'm told you were a very, very talented player. And if you didn't play football, you probably could have made a good swing at, at the pros, uh, you know, on the ice. Have you been enjoyed watching the, the Jets this season uh, and how well they're doing? <laughs> I do. I do. You're going to go there. You know, you I, know, I know, I know, I know how well they've been doing, but honestly, I haven't like, you know, especially right now with, with my mind getting on playoffs. Like, I mean, I really, I rarely watch other sports. Like I barely watch football, yeah. like, or sorry, NFL right now. You know, I watch CFL, but honestly, until after the, after the football season, I probably don't watch any, any hockey games, but you know, I, I have been hearing about how good they've been doing and uh, you know, all my buddies back, back home or, or, well, I mean, this is my home, but all my buddies here, Always talk about them as well. So, I mean, uh, you know, uh, that's awesome. You know, if we can have two two Winnipeg teams do very well this year, that'd be that'd be awesome. I know Andrew Harrison and Nick Ehlers are our buddies. You got a favorite Jet? I mean, I guess I'll say Kyle Connor just because you know I got I got his jersey uh, yeah. <laughs> when uh, when we had the Great Cup at, at the MTS Center. I got his jersey, so you know I rep that every now and again. So you know Kyle Connor, you know you you could be my favorite player for that. Well, he's doing you proud. He's a top five, maybe even top four in goal scoring this year. So that's a, that's a good pick. Go. Yeah. Nick, appreciate your time. Thanks for this, man. I'll let you get back to it. And, uh, well, clearly your focus is on uh, business uh, only right now. And uh, that has a, a lot of Blue Bombers fans excited of what the next few weeks will bring. Awesome. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, Nick.